Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by the last man standing with loserpool.com. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiou. And on this very special edition, we don't normally do Europa League preview shows, but we're going to do one this time because we are travelling to Greece on Thursday night to take on uh, the Greek giants Olympiagos. I thought nobody better to give us some insight uh, on the uh, on the Greek side, then uh, Gostandinos Lianos, uh, sports journalist and Olympiagos fan. Welcome back to the show, mate. How are you? Hi, Harry. Great to be back. I'm great. How are you? Not too bad, my friend. Not too bad. Looking forward to my trip to Greece. Um, any excuse to get out there. So uh, looking Absolutely. forward to it. Hoping that you're going to tell us that Arsenal uh, are going to have no trouble with Olympiagos, but I don't think that's going to be the case. How's Olympiagos' season gone so far for those that, that don't follow Greek football? So Olympiagos are top of the league right now. Um, they are undefeated so far in the league. They've been doing, uh, they, they, they've been very consistent, very dominant. They are, they are three points ahead of Pauk, who last season won the league undefeated. This year they've, they've lost twice. Um, one thing I do re really need to point out for our Arsenal fans is that we have ma our manager, Pedro Martins, has put together a rather impressive uh, job at Olympiacos because, as I said, Olympiacos are top of the league right now, undefeated in the Greek Cup semifinals and in the round of 32 in the Europa League, even though he has had, even though Martins has had a lot of issues this year because. In the preseason, he lost his best player, Costas Fortunis, to a cruciate ligament injury that kept him out for half the, se for half the season, reminding that Fortunis was doing so well, he was being targeted by West Ham before they got Fornals. Mathieu Valbuena yeah. Yeah. then got injured as well and missed some important matches. He also missed uh, his best midfielder, Guilherme, to an injury for a month. and. He's, and and he kept Olympiacos alive in all of in, in all of in all of its goals this season. So I mean, if that's not impressive, but if that doesn't impress anyone, then personally, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, I watched Olympiacos uh, pretty closely when they played against Tottenham in the Champions League earlier on this season, and I was really impressed by them in both legs, actually. Um, and so we know, you know, I was I was just joking at the top of the show, but we know that we're in for a difficult test. We know that the atmosphere over there is going to be incredible as well. Um, but how much of a blow is it that, that Pedenza has moved on? Because he was a player that caught my eye in those games against Spurs and a player who I was worried about coming up against. But he's since moved to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Has that affected Olympiagos as much as uh, people expected? As I said, um, Pedro Martins has done a rather impressive job, despite all the um, uh, all the unfortunate incidents he has had. Uh, the most recent of them is that he lost Hilal Sudani to an injury that's going to keep him out of the season and that uh, out of the rest of the season, and that will leave Olympiacos with only one striker in the Europa League. If anything happens to Youssef El Arabi, we're out of strikers. That's it, and we can't change it. We can't. You can't change. The Europa, League, the Europa League squad. Another unfortunate incident is that we lost Daniel Podense. Daniel Podense has been uh, instrumental for Olympiacos the, uh, the past season and a half because he was basically the one player who unlocked uh, all the difficult defences we have ever faced. Uh, Podense was instrumental against Tottenham in, uh, in Greece. The, the, the comeback was all down to Podense 
And that was basically the match when Wolves started to um, keep an eye on him, as did uh, as did other uh, teams, including Arsenal. So we're definitely going to miss him, especially uh, when we go up against the Arsenal's defense, which, as we know, has been uh, rather turbulent uh, this season, having conceded uh, 34 Premier League goals in 26 matches. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, Arsenal should count themselves lucky that they won't have to deal with Podense uh, on Thursday and the return fixture. In terms of, of, of the way Olympiacos set up, what are we expecting formation-wise? And, you know, is there a set system that Pedro Martins plays with on a uh, weekly basis? Yeah. Uh, as, I, I, as I said, again, um, because of all the uh, injuries, Pedro Martins has... Uh, has dealt with this season, losing his best player, losing his most experienced player, losing his best midfielder. At some point, he even lost his best centre-back, Ruben Semedo. Uh, Olympiacos' preferred system, Pedro Martínez's preferred system, but mainly Olympiacos' preferred system ever since Ernesto Valverde's days, is the 4-2-3-1 formation. Uh, Olympiacos likes to play with a number 10, uh, and with the, uh, uh, the presence of Fortunis, who's back from injury, the preferred system is 4-2-3-1, but uh, with all the recent injuries, Olympiacos are going to go down with a 4-3-3 formation. Uh, Pedro Martins is going to put is going to put special um, focus in midfield so that he can suffocate Arsenal's play as much as possible. This allows Arsenal to um, to make any counterattacks. So the main game is going to be in midfield. Olympiacos are going to try to, to control possession, uh, dominate the pace. Get the ball to Elara, be up front to uh, who, as we know, is very, very dangerous. He has scored 22 goals in 33 matches in total this season, three goals in six Champions League matches, and uh, we're gonna hope we're gonna hope into uh, we're gonna hope to have a big match from Ruben Semedo, the star centre back, who's gonna be going up against the likes of Alexandre Lacazette and especially Pierre Emerico Bameyang. And we're going to hope on um, on a very big match from Costas Fortunis, which, as we as we know, is back from cruciate ligament injury. He scored a goal against Panionios, and uh, we we are going to hope to have a, a big match out of him. And uh, of course, Youssef El Arabi, the top scorer, and uh, Val, uh, Mathieu Valbuena, the most experienced player in the team, who has been rather impressive and earned himself uh, a new contract at Olympiacos. Brilliant stuff, Costas. <laughs> The the atmosphere in the uh, Yorgos Karaiskagi Stadium is always brilliant, isn't it? it? It's always incredible. What can the the, the travelling fans expect in terms of the reception that they're going to receive? Is it going to be hostile? Is it going to be everything we we expect in terms of? Are we going to see flares? Are we going to hear drums? Are we going to see um, you know Greek football at its finest? Well, you're definitely not going to see flares or anything um, or anything like that because. Uh, of the UEFA rules, which are extremely uh, strict. Um, I don't think, personally, I mean, we all know that it's season ticket holders who are going to go to um, to the away end. So we're, we're going to have um, we're going to have passionate fans who have been to the Karaiskaki Stadium the last four times. So nothing, nothing that, that they cannot ex- that nothing that those fans cannot expect. If I'm being honest, uh, as for the rest of the fans, it's going to be very loud. There's going to be a lot of drums. It's going to be hostile in terms of um, how loud the fans are going to be. It's going to be passionate. Uh, there's going to be a lot of tension. Uh, the Karaskaikis effect will come in, in, into play in this match. Personally, uh, 
if, if I'm being honest, Olympiakos' crowd is always the 12th player, as we like to call them. Um, in my opinion, uh, Olympiakos are, it, have very, uh, a very good chances of scoring a goal, of scoring at least one goal in this match. Reminding that Olympiacos have scored 50 goals in 24 league matches and have only considered conce- conceded nine goals uh, in total. And they also did rather well in the uh, Champions League as uh, in a difficult group against Bayern, Tottenham and Red Star Belgrade. They scored eight goals but conceded 14. Uh, so... Uh, personally, the way I see it, uh, I find it really hard to believe Olympiacos won't, won't score a goal. And Arsenal, at the, on the other hand, though, are in, have a very good chance of getting the away goal. So, obviously, uh, uh, we are not underestimating Arsenal. Arsenal should not underestimate Olympiacos. Uh, uh, Arsenal could indeed get a result in, uh, in Greece, but Olympiacos are a rather strong side at home. The away match, uh, the return fixture at the Emirates could be rather dramatic, but I'm giving Arsenal, I'm, uh, I'm considering Arsenal to be the favourites by a short margin. Okay, interesting. Let's have let's have your score prediction then for uh, for uh, Thursday night's game, and it is a really late kickoff over there, isn't it? It's a 10 p.m. kickoff, um, yes, which is uh, which is interesting stuff. It, I'm, I'm interested to see what the the difference in the atmosphere is like because I've not been to a 10 p.m. kickoff, I don't think, ever in all my years of yeah. going and watching Arsenal. Um, so that should be interesting. How do you see Thursday's game going? Give us a prediction. Well, I mean, obviously, it's going to be at 8 p.m. English time. Um, it's uh, it, it's going to be the same way it has been uh, forever because uh, Olympiacos, uh, Greek teams have been playing Champions League matches at uh, quarter to 10 p.m. Um, in the past. So it's going to be the same as we can all expect. It's going to be loud. It's going to be intense. It's going to be rather hostile. As I said, I just can't, I I find it hard to believe Olympiacos won't at least create some very good chances. Uh, Arsenal will get some very good uh, are going to be good in the counter attack. I have a feeling the young players of Arsenal are going to do rather well because those are the kind of games that um, they see as a challenge as, as, and as a great opportunity to stand out and show what they can do. I expect something good out of uh, Martinelli, especially. Um, but uh, Arsenal are Arsenal. Arsenal are a Premier League team. They're one of the best clubs in the world. They are still the favourites. So in terms, of, um, in terms of, a, of a prediction, I'm afraid I cannot give you one, to be honest. Uh, but I do, <laughs> I do predict Olympiacos will score a goal. I do predict Arsenal will also get on the... Uh, Score sheet. Olympiacos do not want Arsenal to score a goal. That is the utmost, um, the utmost uh, goal for Olympiacos. Uh, we need to point out for your audience that um, Olympiacos haven't won the league for two straight seasons, and that that is strange. It's like saying that Bayern or Paris Saint Germain haven't won the league in two straight seasons. I mean, imagine what kind of conversations we'd have if that if that ever happens. And they're playing Pauk this weekend. Pauk are their league okay. rivals. So, uh, Olympiacos claim they are not thinking about Pauk, and I want to believe this, but uh, something tells me that there is a bit of stress in terms of that. I mean, the, 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 the fixtures list is so unfortunate for Olympiacos. The, uh, the, uh, the points difference is at three, three, three points difference. But this season we have playoffs. The, 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 the champion is going to be determined in playoffs. So, even if Olympiacos lose to Pauk this weekend, it, it, it does not in any way determine the league. We're still going to play Pauk twice more in the playoffs. And uh, Pauk have already lost twice. 
But uh, Olympiacos do want to win the league. Uh, there's ra- there's a rather strong rivalry with Pauk, so losing to Pauk would, won't be ideal. So Arsenal are the favourites, as I said. They're one of the best clubs in the world. They're a Premier League side. Uh, so pl- if, you, if you include the... Um, the, the upcoming game with Pauk, that makes Arsenal's uh, Arsenal's job even easier because Olympiacos will give it their all against Pauk. So by the time the Emirates fixture comes up, Olympiacos might be rather tired. Yeah, rather that's tired. a great point. It's really, really interesting to to know that because that is a huge, huge game in Greece, as, as you know. Uh, Gostandinos, thank you so much, my friend, for uh, joining me for this uh, preview. Uh, interesting to have a little chat and get some insight on uh, Olympia Goz. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, like, share, follow Gostandinos on Twitter. Um, we'll be putting his Twitter handle in the description. Um, and uh, we'll be bringing you some more videos and some more content from Greece itself uh, coming up on Thursday and Friday. So look forward to catching up with you guys then. Until then, take care and uh, we'll be back very, very soon. Ciao.